breakfast. And our guest right now is Tom Mortimer, President and CEO of the Haverhill Bank. And uh, Tom, good morning, and and uh, thanks for calling in to WHAV. We appreciate it today. Good morning, and thank you for the invite. Oh, it's my pleasure. You can come on anytime, <laughs> anytime you like, especially if you have uh, millions of dollars. <laughs> and uh, tell me about this uh, this uh, act that uh, everybody at the uh, at Haverhill Bank has been uh, very busy with all types of paperwork. You, I'm sure you have stacks and stacks, unless it's all done electronically. Uh, about the uh, the Payroll Protection Act, tell us about that. Uh, yes, it was it was needless to say very very hectic. Uh, everyone had heard about this program uh, before it was rolled out, and everyone was told and instructed contact your local bank, and people did. But we had not received any guidance from the government early on last week. I don't believe it was till Tuesday or Wednesday of last week where we got the guidance. Uh, so uh, we had to ramp up, create a process where we could handle uh, like a production facility the volume that would be coming in. Uh, you know, the volume of loans that we did was probably in the tune of, you know, maybe six months worth of loan volume that we would typically handle. And we did it in 12 days. Uh, so it, it, it's a different process. We don't underwrite the loans. We're not making credit decisions. Uh, we're not determining uh, the borrower's ability to uh, repay. Uh, the SBA guidance had has basically... Uh, uh, indemnified the banks on those issues. So it was mainly um, we've become a conduit for the uh, SBA. Uh, we are set up to accept loan applications, process them, uh, create documentation, close on the documentation, fund loans. So we became a, a partner with the SBA in this, and uh, but there was still uh, guidance coming out every single day that was maybe contradictory to the earlier guidance. So the uh, the target was always moving. Um, the staff was extremely stressed out because of the fact that it was uh, first come first serve, and uh, you know like the sand running through an hourglass. But it's not an hour. We don't know how long that sand is going to last. And so we were going as fast as we could because none of us wanted to call any of our customers and say, "We're sorry, but we didn't get your application in." So we went as fast as we could, and we got, uh, I would say, uh, the bulk of the requests in. Um, and as of, uh, I think, yesterday morning when the program was shut down around 11 o'clock, we had uh, accepted or we processed through the SBA approximately 174 applications, totaling uh, just over $34 million. And then we have uh, pending applications, those that came in perhaps uh, 36 hours prior to the program shutting down, another 31 applications uh, totaling approximately a million four. So we still have work to do. We're hoping that the uh, government will fund this program. Uh, it has a tremendous potential uh, to jumpstart the economy, to get it back going again, and to get people actively employed, or at least on the pay payroll and uh, ready to start when the switch turns on. That's right, the uh, the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, so it's uh, all run through the Small Business Administration, but they, they need uh, folks like uh, the ones that you have at the Haverhill Bank to uh, process all the paperwork to get that to them. So the money is, is, is coming from the SBA, and then it gets funneled through the Haverhill Bank. Is that how that works? Not quite. It, 
what will happen initially is that the the bank will use its funds uh, for this, um, and the SBA guarantees the loan. And then we have a look-back period after eight weeks after the loan has been funded. Uh, the SBA will give us specific guidance how we can determine that how much of that loan will be forgiven. And then once that's forgiven, the, the SBA will pay off the bank, and so the bank will, uh, you know, have no loan balance and it'll be a grant to the borrower. So the money will come back to the bank a little later. Okay. I uh, that uh, when that word grant uh showed up in the uh, news story I said, I was thinking to myself I said this is a great thing and uh, is is that how you look at it? Yes, it has tremendous potential. Uh you know the you know offering to give businesses uh money that would be a grant in and itself can't determine the the success because everyone would ask for that. It's what happens when we look back in a month or two, uh, how many people have come off the unemployment, how many businesses survived, and um, because I believe that without this, many many of the businesses that are open today will not last another two weeks, four weeks, or six weeks. So this is a, a, a lifeline to many businesses and to uh, certainly the employees as well. So. In a month or two, uh, we'll be able to determine a little bit better the success of the program, but I'm very optimistic that it will uh, do the intended purpose. We're talking with Tom Mortimer. He's the president and CEO of the Haverhill Bank. And uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about um, how many people you had at the bank actually doing the, the, the paperwork and, and making sure everything is done, and, and did they have to work overtime? Well, Yes, many employees did work extra hours. Uh, what we have are there's a bottleneck because we have limited number of employees who have what is called an SBA authorization, who can uh, actually access the SBA uh, portal. So that creates a little bit of a, a logjam there. So we have people who are doing that. Uh, we have applications coming in uh, electronically and physically. Uh, we had someone. Uh, cataloging every single application we created our own database then we had staff uh, including myself would review the applications uh, contact customers uh, who maybe made mistakes because it was confusing at the beginning uh, a lot of people didn't quite understand how they applied and how the calculation uh, came about so there were a lot of times that we had to contact customers and applicants to uh, fix their application resubmit it uh, walk them through it so we had about uh, you know three of us working on that aspect of it. Uh, two were inputting, uh, and then we have uh, we switched gears uh, approximately uh, three days ago when uh, we have to go. There was a time certain of which we had to fund these loans once the approval was given by the SBA. Originally it was five days, and we didn't know what we were going to do because we were so focused on submitting applications to the SBA, because once you submit to the SBA and you get an application number from them, that money is secured under the program. Whether it's funded or not, you know that that customer is going to get that money. So we felt that was the focus to make certain that our customers got guaranteed those funds. But they had a caveat that you had to initially fund within five days of getting that application or approval number, which we couldn't do both. And we're not that large of a shop, so we uh, 
then what I'm sorry what happened that next was they uh, changed the guidance to 10 days so that gave us some breathing room so we were able to continue with the processing and getting the applications to the SBA and then uh, we were coming up the time frame from that we were hitting the 10th day uh, of the first applicants who received approval so we switched to uh, documentation and funding uh, so that brought in um, three more staff members to process that and we took one person off the input and brought them over to documentation um, and so now we're at the point because the funding stopped approximately 11 o'clock or so yesterday morning uh, it is only uh, documentation and we're inputting to the bank's uh, loan operating system and then we're uh, funding so uh, we'll be doing a uh, we'll be at least 90 percent I believe funded were closed by uh, the end of business day today. Oh my gosh, that's enough to make my head spin. <laughs> that's a lot of work right there. It was it was very stressful. Uh, the staff did a phenomenal job, and then you know working with the retail staff as well at the main office here. People coming by, dropping off documentation uh, that you know didn't have the ability to electronically submit. So staff downstairs were running the documentation upstairs to us. Uh, so. It was all in all a, a great team effort, and uh, you know, as the, you know, the president and CEO, is uh, very pr- proud of all the employees who stepped up uh, to help out our, all of our customers. Yeah, that's uh, very, very nice that uh, you know you're you're there to help with that service, and uh, you know, being a local bank, the Haverhill Bank, uh, you were. Basically, you really were dealing with all friends and neighbors and, and people that you see on the street all the time. Absolutely, and um, we we contacted businesses who we were maybe weren't certain were aware of the program and how it would benefit them. So we wanted to make certain that they they got their applications in, and uh, you know we've received many. Uh, I received texts, emails, phone calls. Everyone anxious that my application get in because everyone knew it was first come first serve, and so. Um, we were focused solely on getting those in so we could uh, secure our customers' uh, loans, and uh, we're hoping that the, um, the that Congress will uh, provide the additional funding uh, so that we can take care of these remaining uh, 31 applications as of yesterday. I'm sure that number's grown since then. Yeah, I know uh, nobody has the uh, the crystal ball, but it seems like uh, Congress would extend the program and, and uh, give it some more money. It seems that way. That's you know what I'm hearing. It's uh, time is of the essence, I think, uh, because I believe these businesses do need this, um, and especially you know there are certain businesses that need it more. You know there are, some businesses have zero income coming in for weeks now. Other businesses' income may have been uh, impacted slightly, and some businesses haven't been impacted that much. It, not everyone's the same, but uh, you know the sole proprietors who are you know a local hair salon. Uh, they can't see customers, and the fact is, uh, you know, they've got bills to pay, too. Uh, so I think uh, a program like this is a lifeline to so many small businesses. Now, in uh, your your uh, business circle of, of other bankers, what are they, uh, how are they predicting uh, this COVID-19 will uh, shake out as far as uh, the economy goes? Well, you know, I think uh, I haven't really been talking to too many of the uh, local bankers other than 
you know, I'd give our friends down the street at Pentucket Bank a call, and they'd give me a call. You know, how are you handling this or how are you handling that? But I think uh, we've been so focused on uh, getting these applications in that we really haven't stepped back to, you know, uh, think about it. But uh, I thought about it before this um, uh, Paycheck Protection Program was in, and and I was convinced that uh, if we had gone April and May with the essential businesses only, uh, shelter in place, uh, it would have been devastating to the point of no return for so many businesses. Uh, and I think today, uh, so many businesses will not open uh, going forward. Uh, but I think we need to say it'll, other businesses will be created. That's what happens. But I believe that um, this will save so many businesses uh, if we can get through this. Um, it's an eight-week period. That's what the program was set up for. So in eight weeks, hopefully we're looking at a, a, a different climate. Uh, there's better news out there. Uh, the, the states and the federal government are perhaps at a point where they feel comfortable uh, opening up the economy or sectors of the economy uh, bit by bit. Um, you know, there's two fronts. You know, we have to make certain that the economy is going to survive and at the same time uh, the people are safe. So uh, I don't envy Uh, those who are making those decisions. So when you mentioned an eight-week program, so that would be enough to, uh, say, cover paychecks for uh, a two-month period? Correct. Uh, That's what the program is designed for. Uh, You know, people who are unemployed today get them on your payrolls tomorrow. Uh, If your business can't open, get them on the payroll and so that they're ready to start when the switch is turned on for your particular business, whatever it may be. And and uh, 25% of the program uh, would also be available for things such as rent, mortgage payment, utilities. Uh, so that's where they came up with that, you know, two and a half times your average monthly payroll. All right. Uh, those uh, those uh, bills, they are not going away, are they? They're not. And, you know, hopefully... Um, the utility companies and others will be a little flexible, knowing that uh, the, hopefully the tenants or the um, the, the mortgagees will be uh, letting their uh, landlord or their creditor know, I have applied for the funds, money will be coming, uh, give me some time. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, we're talking with Tom Mortimer. He's the president and CEO of the Haverhill Bank. And, uh, yeah, that would be uh, very nice. Uh, they aren't going to forgive that money, but, uh, you know, they, they, I would hope that they would give extend the deadline to uh, receive it. Absolutely. I think it's, it's necessary. Uh, you know, if we have 31 applications pending, uh, I can't imagine how many across the country are pending. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd like to also... St- say that uh, you know since this the onset of this with the essential employees only uh we've done a lot of other things here at the bank as everyone knows who's a customer here the lobby's closed it's drive up only that's a, a different way of running your model uh we have staff who are running out to the drive through to people who aren't necessarily familiar with the drive through coordinating uh, that process uh, we just recently finished hiring a company to come into all of our locations and sanitize and do the fogging at all of our locations to help protect the staff. Uh, we've created teams and shifts so that not all the almost half the employees are home at any one time. Uh, just in the event that we have an outbreak at the bank, that we have 
available personnel who could come in and a, a team that might be infected uh, would have to be uh, quarantined. So, which, But for a smaller bank like us, that's not easy to do. We had to um, shut down the branch hours at our West Newbury branch just because of the consolidation of staff. Uh, the commercial lending, for the most part, has been at a standstill over the past two weeks as a result of this. Um, and we've been... Um, uh, the branch uh, personnel who were dealing with the customers, the, the, the teller line, uh, the drive-through teller, uh, the frontline individuals, uh, we did uh, give all the employees there a uh, $3 an hour pay raise, uh, almost like combat pay, <clears throat> and uh, we're going to uh, revisit that as that expires. Uh, we've been purchasing gift cards to local from local restaurants to try to uh, keep them propped up during this. And uh, we've been running trivia questions here at the bank and giving gift cards out to the employees. Uh, we've reached out to many of the local nonprofit organizations um, and just uh, uh, sent them donations. We were focusing primarily on uh, food banks, uh, you know, All Saints, Sacred Hearts, the Drop-In Center, uh, Mayus House, um, uh, the YMCA. So we've been uh, trying to uh, be good, you know, community stewards as well uh, during this, and, and think of those other than just the applications coming in. We're trying to figure out what else we can do, uh, but it's been a, a very hectic and stressful uh, two weeks so far. Well, I think you should get some combat pay for all that stuff. Uh, no, it's uh, I'll be. Uh, just happy when it's when it's over and we're back to normal, and uh, that'll be the reward. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I know that there have been some uh, very uh, brand new businesses that have just opened up within the last couple of months, and I feel so bad for them that they, they, you know, they have all these dreams and they open up the shop and spend all that money, and then you know the, the door gets shut on them. They, they can't do that. But, feel so bad for them and, and also for the long-term businesses too that all of a sudden the revenue stream dried up yeah it's you know we've dealt with some tough cases um you know there were some emotional applications here uh people who were you know absolutely this was their lifeline and you knew that when you know you had to re maybe reach out to them to ask them a question on their application and you can tell in their voice you know am i going to get this money uh so there is absolutely you know, going to be uh, businesses that will benefit from this, and you know, and, and it's going for the right purpose. Um, and you know, I can't wait to make certain we get all the money out. We're going as fast as we can, um, so that's why I, I do feel comfortable that we should be pretty darn near 90% funded by the end of today. And uh, you know, so the 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 layoff of the program as of about 11 o'clock yesterday has given us a reprieve a little bit, but they do need to turn it back on. And all the banks are already set up now. We've got the process in place so we can handle it. Um, and we had the momentum going. Uh, so I think uh, the sooner the government uh, provides that funding, the better. All right. Well, uh, Tom, I, I want to thank you for, for helping out, uh, being a, a member of the uh, Haverhill Bank, being a member of the Small Business Administration, helping out with those programs, which that gave you the inside line on, on getting all this done, didn't it? It, it, it did. Uh, we were already set up. We were you know, very familiar with the SBA. We've been a, 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 a 
SBA Express lender for many, many years, so we can do for small businesses. Uh, we can make the decision for the SBA here at the bank. Um, and our small business has grown uh, significantly over the past uh, many years. And, uh, you know, the bank has grown uh, very nicely. Uh, you know, we were now have a branch in Salem, New Hampshire, West Newbury, Massachusetts. Uh, so we're growing at a uh, manageable, steady rate. Um, and the bank has had some, has enjoyed very good successes over the past several years. And when this is all done, you know, people hopefully will remember that it's the, the local banks that were helping out the local businesses. That is so important to uh, to remember. It is. You know, we've made, you know, we just got out of that, uh, the last uh, mortgage meltdown from 2008, 9, 10. And, uh, you know, the community banks really had nothing to do with that. Uh, most of the, every single community bank except maybe one in Massachusetts uh, survived. And, uh, you know, we were not dealing with those massive problems that the, the large banks and the mortgage companies were dealing with. Because when you make a loan and you put it on your books, you're not going to put junk on your books. You're going to make certain that the cut, that you're making practical loans. You're not doing 100% financing on purchases. You're not doing crazy cash-out refinancing because it's on your books. If you're going to sell the loan, you might be a little bit more reckless with what your underwriting is. But uh, the community banks have a good pulse of what's going on in the local community. They all reinvest in their community. Um, and most of the employees at the community banks live in the community. Very nice. All right. Well, Tom, I want to thank you so much for joining us and giving us the uh, the insight on on that uh, paycheck protection program uh, offered by the federal government and that uh, that stimulus package. Uh, that's very good. And let's cross our fingers and hope that they uh, put some more money into it. I, I do uh, hope they will do that. And uh, if they do. Uh, if you have me back, I'll give you an update. Oh, of course I will, yeah. Anything else you uh, would like to pass along? Uh, let's see. I think we covered a lot there. Uh, just, uh, you know, um, I wish everyone well, all your uh, listeners out there. Be safe. And, uh, you know, I hopefully together we'll get through this. And I'm always confident that... Uh, those on the medical side, the biotech side, are, are working feverishly to uh, find some therapeutics and a vaccine for this. So I think every single day we're a little bit better off than we were the day before. Um, I always, I'm always on the optimistic side that you know, that side of the equation is working very hard. Everyone's doing their part, sheltering in place to social distance, uh, you know, personal hygiene. I think on that front, so I think every single day we're closer to getting back to normal. All right. Hey, uh, Tom, again, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, and you thank are. you for everything that you're that you're doing, too, at the Haverhill Bank and all the employees as well and all the extra work that they've been putting in. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Wayne. All right. Tom Mortimer, President and CEO of the Haverhill Bank, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV-FM. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. WHAV.